0: We are supported by Taco Bell. Ugh.
1: Oh, man. We often do two recordings a day and we have this little nice lunch break that we enjoy. And we're always craving something really yummy. Yes,
0: yeah, something fresh, something high quality, something like the all new cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell, which is mm. exactly that.
1: hmm it's so yummy. It has slow roasted chicken, the pico, that purple cabbage, and an avocado verde salsa sauce. Oh, delicious.
0: Outrageous. The new Cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. We are supported by Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Mm. Ooh.
1: Myrtle Beach, I have so much nostalgia.
0: Me too. I did a spring break in Myrtle yes. Beach. Yes. Did you guys used to go there from Georgia?
1: Yeah. It mm. was a very common beach destination. Ugh.
0: Long sun-drenched days, live music every night, and 60 miles of uninterrupted coastline to enjoy. The beach truly is where your best self comes out. Combine that with the irresistible aroma of fresh seafood, southern classics, and local low-country cuisine from over 2,000 restaurants, and you've got yourself the perfect vacation. You belong at the beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. That's visitmyrtlebeach.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Expert. Nope. Armchair Anonymous. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: This edition of Armchair Anonymous on Armchair Expert. I'm Dax Randall-Shepard. I'm joined by Monica Lilly Padman, the tiniest torso this side of Toulousa.
1: Listen, I want to say something. Okay. So we recorded this, and then the very next day we went to Hawaii. Hawaii. And... I did a dumb thing, kind that of. Is so
0: That really shook me. So
1: yeah. we took different flights because it's hour just apart. the way the cookie crumbled. Mm-hmm. Hour apart. But my flight, I think, got in a little early.
0: As did ours. We were like a half hour early.
1: Right. Okay. The plan was I was going to wait for you mm-hmm. guys to land because you rented a car. So That's we, right. So we were just all going to ride together.
0: Hour drive up to the North Shore. Exactly. Late at night.
1: Yep. So I land, my bag comes right out, boom, pops out. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, hmm, yeah, all right, it's gonna be like an hour before they come. Great, I'll wait. I said, but I'm about to cross over to the rental car section, okay, and I'm crossing the taxi line, and a taxi just pulls right up.
0: Serendipitous.
1: I was like, you know what? Why? Why would I wait? I'll just get in this taxi and go.
0: Could be me cute. Could be a me cute.
1: Could be so. Then I get in and immediately I regret it. Yeah. (laughs) Because I flash back to the day before when we were talking about these horrifying rideshare stories. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what have I done? It was so dark. This man did not speak good English and Mm -hmm. was like kind of trying to communicate. And at one point he's like, oh, it's far. And I was like, oh no. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. And And he was like, just
0: learning his way around the island Well and like. he
1: didn't put anything in the maps oh, And I was like "Okay." I said, I said Oh you don't need to put it in the map
0: I'm gonna add too You're in Honolulu for about 7 minutes And then you're in very rural
1: exactly. Tropical
0: wilderness Curvy 30 mile an hour roads
1: It's dark And it was raining And it was just very ominous yeah. When he put my luggage in the trunk There was all and body kinds of parts. weird stuff in the trunk:
0: shovel, axe, rope. It duct made tape. me
1: wonder if just a lot of his belongings were in there.
0: Okay, maybe he was also cohabitating. I wasn't sure. Okay.
1: The window was open, the back was like flapping, oh, like wow. the window wasn't really that secure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, and I kept thinking, oh my God, I was warned by the universe yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah. And here you are.
1: Here I On the road to
0: nowhere in the middle of the night, pitch yep. black, rainy.
1: I had my share my location up. I was going to share with you. Okay.
0: Then you remembered I wouldn't know how to even follow that. <laughs>
1: Well, I figured you would figure it out.
0: Yeah, if you're missing, I'd I'd, I'd do a YouTube (laughs) tutorial. Yeah,
1: Yeah, anyway. So, but I did make. Call Neil Patrick
0: Harris, have him do a YouTube. That's right. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: he knows how to use it. Yeah,
0: he's up and down that thing.
1: So, um, I got there safely, but it was scary.
0: I was absolutely shocked because I thought, (laughs) oh, this is great. We're in a half hour early. This was nothing for Monica. And I texted her, we landed in you, right? I'm in a cab. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa!"
1: To be fair, when you texted that, I was ten minutes out from the hotel, so I was like
0: an hour ahead of yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, because we were both probably a half hour earlier, or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it was fine, but it was scary. It was hubris, and
0: I got pulled over. You know, on the and you
1: you did that, get pulled that, over. That
0: Fifty minute ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: There was a lot going
0: on with my rental car. I'm sure this will interest everyone transfer case was definitely busted so every (laughs) under acceleration there was tons of shuttering coming from the front end of the vehicle and i was delighted a lot of these escalades you can't take them out of auto four-wheel drive right it determines you can put it into four-wheel make it four-wheel but this one luckily i could put in a two-wheel drive that fixed it for the rest of the trip oh good but it also seemed to be accelerating on its own and not erratic. Ugh. In the time I got pulled over, I was like, I was going fifty, coming into a thirty-five. Okay, I take my foot off the gas, and my foot's off the gas for a mile and a half, and it just stays at like I'd have to be riding the Were brake. You was on very curious. Control? No, the cruise was off. I hit. I even. Po- I poked the brake. Chop, chop, chop. Oh, yeah. And then I just it was coasting at like fifty. So oh it was crazy. <laughs> Anyways, everything worked out.
1: And then also just another just evidence. Kristen I- called. And said, where are you? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I took a cab.
0: <laughs> I'm in a cab.
1: So she was still at the airport and I was at the hotel.
0: Oh, great.
1: And then it was a bad decision, but the right decision. It was a good
0: decision because you're here. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, you got a story. Another one of your Seinfeld stories. <laughs> it
1: was a ding, Although ding, ding. Although it needs ding. a
0: couple more twists and turns.
1: It was twisty and turny.
0: Literal, yeah. I guess and I he was more. talking
1: to me and I didn't know what he was. And it was so loud. It was so much wind. I he had the windows
0: down, huh? Yeah, and That's... it was
1: raining. <laughs> He was okay. like, oh my god well, Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, crazy rideshare experiences Please enjoy
2: Hard times Come and go Good times Take them slow My life I had them old But one thing You gotta know I'm gonna keep on shining
0: Hello, can you hear
3: us? (laughs) I can. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can. Beautiful closet. Look at this one. Do you have a (laughs) wallpaper in your closet?
3: No, this is actually my husband's closet, but it's also used for, you know, the ironing board, the iron, all the cleaning stuff.
0: And did your husband install these basket shelf drawers?
1: He did.
0: so proud. I
1: like that.
0: When he invited you in to look at them upon their completion, how long did you stare? I know you stared longer than you wanted to.
3: I mean, he is the least handy person you will ever meet. And so this took him probably a year.
2: (laughs) It was great mm, when it was
1: finished. a big accomplishment.
0: <laughs> Lest anyone think there's something incredibly complicated going on, there's just, you know, seven rails bolted to an already <laughs> perforated board. Anyways, where are you at in the country?
3: I'm in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you are. You ever see TB12 roaming the streets?
3: We've actually seen him on a boat. <gasps> oh. But I obviously didn't want to be one of those super annoying fans. So stayed in our own little area.
0: What distance were you from him?
3: I'd say 10 feet. It was oh. super close. Wow.
0: And isn't he enormous in real life?
3: Yes, but I've heard the same things about you. I oh. feel like people are like, oh, Dax is huge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is enormous." Well, you might have heard the story on the podcast before, but we were in line for this event and I was staring at this man in front of me that was so big. I didn't know it was Tom Brady. It was just a guy, humongous, and I tapped him on the shoulder and I said in his ear, sir, I'm usually the tallest person here. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And then he turned around. He was laughing and it was him. I didn't think he was that enormous.
1: Well, it was the Met Ball.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to say so, that. <laughs>
1: but it makes more sense. All right. Thank you, Monica. <laughs>
0: they yeah, weren't was it? at
1: like Publix
3: or it, he, something. Oh, good. I was yeah. going to say
0: Ralph's. We went to the same spot. Okay. You had a crazy rideshare experience.
3: I did, and this does not take place in Tampa. It's actually where I'm from. I'm from Colorado. I was a freshman in college, and I went to CSU. Go Rams.
0: What noise am I supposed to make?
1: You can say roll tide. <laughs>
0: What's oh a ram making?
1: <laughs> oh God! Yeah, what do you guys
3: <laughs>
0: Go do? Go ram! <laughs> <If> everyone's
2: like,
3: <laughs> honestly, that is a great question. Our mascot was Cam the ram, and he was like this
1: hundred-year-old ram.
3: So it was a
0: real ram.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have to have the real animal. We have a real bulldog. ugga
0: Sure, but you know, you don't have a real tiger when you're the tigers or the lions. Maybe.
1: Or, I don't know. Although those
0: quacks in Nebraska, they have that fucking buffalo they they bring yeah, out. Yeah, that's They're fun. controversial. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, go, go, go Rams. Go Rams.
3: I had a hard time making friends my first year of college, and so I liked to go home on the weekends just to be with my family. I did not have my car on this particular weekend, and I wanted to go home. I'm not going to say the transportation app, but I'm sure you can guess it. They have a shared services where you can share a ride.
0: Meaning with another customer. Stranger, Yes. They should have labeled that feature Ride Roulette.
1: Honestly.
3: That
0: would have been a great title for it. Ride (laughs) Roulette. Let's see what we get.
1: So scary. Buckle up.
0: Okay, here we go.
2: Oh,
3: no. So I get in the car. And I try to make a little small talk, and I notice that he does not speak a lick of English.
0: The driver or the fellow passenger?
3: The driver. I'm the first one.
0: Okay, great. Your first one in.
3: Yes. So we pull up to the next destination, and there was one other rider that was coming along with us. And as soon as we pull up, I just get this sinking feeling. I'm like, this is not right. This is not the person that's supposed to be coming in this car. He looks homeless. Sure, sure. He's... Mm -hmm. Really dirty, oh. uh, ripped clothes, okay. backpack. And I'm this 18, 19 year old college girl, and I'm just like, oh, F this me. is how like- it happens. <laughs> this is how you die. Right away, I send all my friends my location. Good, smart. <laughs> this memory will stay with me for the rest of my life. We drive away, and there's this man that looks like a normal human that's waving no and i'm like trying to think all these positive things i'm like oh maybe it's like his friend waving goodbye no it's him trying to wave down the driver because he's the one that called the service oh
0: this is a case of mistaken identity okay We've got a bogey in the car. Okay. Oh my
3: God. So I'm sort of freaking out. Just get me home. Oh my God. You're going home. Right.
0: Add to the equation. This gentleman between residences is now going to know where you live.
3: Oh, yes. By the way, this is the middle of winter and in Colorado, it can get wild. So we get on the highway and it is bumper to bumper traffic. No one is moving. I'm nervous. But I'm just trying to think good thoughts. I'm going to be home soon. I'm not even kidding. An hour goes by. We have still not moved an inch. Oh. Oh,
0: my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: And does it stink in there? Sorry, but I have to ask. Oh, oh, Monica, I'm so glad you just said that. Just wait. Oh. So
3: it starts to stink a little bit.
2: Okay.
3: I'm like, okay. I mean, it's probably him because it smells like he hasn't showered for a year. He starts looking around super frantically, stressed out looking in his backpack and I'm looking at him and I'm starting to freak out. I'm like, are you okay? Like, is there anything I can help you with? And he's just looking at me, like not saying anything. And then he points to his butt. No, nope. <sighs> I can't handle this. Maybe he's just super tight. Like, yeah, it sucks to be sitting for an hour. Oh. He drops his pants. No. Nope, nope, nope. And poops on the seat. <laughs> I start screaming and crying. Oh. The driver looks back and starts freaking out. Yeah,
0: yelling and some other e- yeah. Oh, yeah no, I
3: have no idea what he's saying. He's freaking out. I'm crying. Oh. This guy jumps out of the car. <gasps> oh, let me tell you, Dax. I know you love to know the details. It was yes. not solid.
2: Ew. Okay, okay.
0: I'm just gonna give you some items to compare to. Yeah. So, soft serve at Dairy Queen or bucket of slush. The latter. Oh. oh. Oh, my God. So this four gentleman new to this country, working hard. The backseat's ruined. Oh, my God.
3: And I'm shocked. Literally, tears are streaming down my face. I'm freaking the F out. I want to get home. So he's out of the car. And there's this pile of lovely feces Mm. next to me. And the driver then gets out of the car. Oh. So now I'm... The only one in the damn car <laughs> on the highway. Other cars are starting to move. I'm the only oh. one sitting there. I'm still crying. I'm so upset. I don't know oh. why I didn't get out. But I mean, there's moving cars on a highway. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh
2: my-
0: <laughs> this is as bad as it could yes.
1: go. Do you call nine one one? I don't know what. Like I call
3: nine one one. Of course, bring
0: can- toilet paper. (laughs) Bring a mop.
3: I mean, I definitely would have. (laughs) I should have. I don't know why I didn't think to call 911. (laughs) There's
0: nothing anyone can do. Come,
3: come get me because I'm stuck in danger. Finally, I'm like, all right, I got to get out of here. So I get out of the car. Now, no one's in the car. Just the pile of... Oh. So I'm trying to wave down cars. Finally, this heaven sent freaking angel of a human pulled over the sweetest little lady. She asked where I was going. I told her, my driver just left. I just need to get home.
0: You didn't say that someone defecated.
3: (laughs) Exactly. No, that wasn't going to come out of my mouth madam There's
0: been an emergency.
3: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I get in her car. And all of a sudden, I'm like, it kind of stinks in here. And I'm like, maybe it's the car. And then I'm like, oh my effing gosh. His feces in my moment of panic somehow got on my clothes. No, oh, I no. Sure, she looks at me. I kid you not, and it's literally on my pants. Oh, oh, oh. she oh. says, "Sweetie, it's okay. Sometimes you
0: poop your pants." <sighs> oh my god, she started comforting you for pooping your pants in her car. This woman this is, is an a, angel. This is
3: an angel. Then I start crying more. Did you and did tell her? Did you then her? tell her
0: this is this is actually another person?
1: <laughs> no. Never oh. Said
0: anything to her. oh, my lord. I think I would so
1: then, have asked to take my pants off.
0: Also, there's so many levels to this. I would rather be screamed at for it. First off, to be shown kindness hurts so much more. And well, then on she, top of it, it's not yours. Yeah. I mean, the, the depths of this misunderstanding.
1: Oh, uh. It was terrible.
3: She's
0: comforting you. Oh, honey, it's okay. I ate something bad last week, too. <laughs>
1: well, she obviously was like, this person's in a bad state. So it probably made sense to her that there was poop on yeah, your pants. Yeah, that you
0: got so scared. Yeah. Like, literally, you got the shit scared yeah. out of you. How long was she driving you at this yeah. point? Did you guys crack the windows?
3: It's the middle of winter. It's freezing. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> you guys just dealt with it.
3: I think we were driving for like. 45
1: minutes. She then, so where was she going? She totally just derailed her whole day to take you home. Such
3: a nice human and I wish I would have gotten her info but maybe she'll listen to the story and be like, oh my God, that was me.
0: You know, they give out these Carnegie Hero Awards. (laughs) I've just seen this on 60 Minutes where like someone saves someone's life from the ocean. They get a medal and stuff. This person deserves a medal for that.
1: Yeah, like the one that the president gives.
0: Yeah. Medal of Freedom Uh, Freedom (laughs) freedom and and Bravery. (laughs) The Presidential Medal of Bravery and Freedom. (laughs) And I mean, I've told this
1: story a few times. I have never
0: told the part about the poop on
1: your pants. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's so Mm. scarring. Were you also like, is there hepatitis on me? I
2: would go. there is,
0: there is, there is. Yeah, yeah, there's hepatitis in that stool. (laughs)
2: Listen, you have to
0: be realistic. I do want to just extend a moment of empathy for the gentleman. As horrific as that was for you, for sure.
1: Which gentleman?
0: Who evacuated oh, in the car. Okay. He entered the car at a negative zero, probably. He's living outdoors oh, in, in Colorado. Sure. I hope this gentleman found his way to some AA meeting or something. And I can imagine hearing this gentleman's story, like on his one year anniversary, his bottom, and thinking like, Aww. Oh my man, I'm so sorry you had to walk that path before you got here. That's really
1: optimistic of you to think that he's doing okay.
0: How many of those could you handle before you you either kill yourself or find sobriety?
1: No, what about all these people on the street? They're not finding sobriety and they're not killing, like they're just on the street.
0: Yeah, maybe it's some very people, upsetting. I guess that's also optimistic in a weird way of view because it, it suggests maybe it's not that bad. It's like, no, yeah, fuck no, it, it is maybe horrible. Maybe he was later, he was around like a barrel on fire. They were barbecuing a pigeon. And he was like, oh man, I let it go in this brand new Toyota Camry.
1: Listen, listen.
0: You should have seen this little blonde girl. She was like, what is this? I was like, I know. Maybe it was
1: a... No, listen, you know more about drugs than me, so you can weigh in. But my sense (laughs) is that he was so out of his mind on probably drugs and mental illness that he has no memory. There's not like he was telling this story later.
0: You don't mind about shitting on the PCH.
1: I know, but I don't think you are a good metric. You were someone working and doing well. You weren't unhoused.
0: I'm up for three days on meth. It's the same as anyone else up for three days. I mean-
1: You have a house and stuff. And you had a girlfriend. You had a different situation. Well, I
0: definitely wasn't homeless. But I do think there is some notion that addiction's different for other people. I guess that's what I'm pushing back on. Like your doctor who's sober, your doctor shit himself somewhere. Like the most professional person- For sure. Was completely out of control in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to find my mother on the beach. I can't see. I literally can't see. I'm going up to people's faces. Are you my mom? I'm supposed to meet my mom. Yeah. And then, oh, I can't do this. I got to get out of here. And then, oh, my God, I'm shitting right the second I'm standing on PC. I mean.
1: That's what happened All that stuff.
0: You're looking from the outside. You're not like, he's a graduate of UCLA. You don't think that. No, no,
1: I know that. But I'm (laughs) saying your circumstances were different. You weren't unhoused. You were looking for your mom. You had a mom. (laughs) And I think you probably had showered within the last two weeks.
0: Oh, yes. Some of those details are the same, but (laughs) the losing control of one's body as a result of drugs is pretty universal is all I'm saying. Okay.
1: So you're saying he probably remembers it.
0: I think he remembers this. And if he's an armchair
1: chariot. (laughs) I hope he's listening to this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I just, I guess, have one follow-up question. Was there any feedback you gave on the Rideshare app?
3: Yes, I opened up a case. Obviously, they should give me a full refund. I mean, I should have gotten more than just a $20 $20 ride credit. All they said was, we're so sorry, we'll look into it. When was this? What year? I'm 28 now, so come on, Dax, fast math.
0: 13.
1: No, you were 18.
0: So no, no, 2013.
1: Years. Oh. oh you, yes. Oh, I like, no, I Good was job. not
0: 13. No, no, no. <laughs> You're a wonder kid. You left that part out that you were at college at 12 years old.
1: I do think they've changed policies a little bit because now they have to say your name when you get in mm,
0: he would have definitely been like yeah, said, yeah michael i know i said nathan yeah michael nathan <laughs> <laughs>
3: do you have toilet
0: paper in here
3: i couldn't communicate with either of
1: them it was
3: a
0: nightmare oh, <laughs> Christ. wow well made you better
2: made you stronger made you stronger <laughs> made you stronger. found
1: a, a husband who can install shelves you're doing great within a year yes well i can tell you that it's Something I'll never forget, that's
3: for sure.
0: Exactly. That's all you can ask for in life is is something you won't forget. All right. Nice meeting you. So nice
3: to meet you. You as well. Have a great rest of your day.
0: Okay. You too. Bye. 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 Wow. That was wild. That was great. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Mm
4: -mm. Ready for Uh Mm Canaan? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Were you waiting on me? No. No.
0: Were you waiting on us?
4: Well, only (laughs) slightly. I thought it was a Zoom gaffe. I was terrified that I was ruining this. No. No,
1: you were perfect.
0: There's so much to unpack immediately. Let's take a couple seconds. Do we pronounce it Canaan? Yes. Okay, we've got a very popular road out here in California, Canaan Dune, Mm. spelt differently.
4: A lot of people think it's biblical. C-A-N-A-A-N. It's actually from an episode of Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, wow.
0: Was there a Dax on that?
4: I believe there was. There was a
0: female Dax on one of those iterations of Star Trek people used to ask me about. Also, yeah, they think biblical because they're thinking Cain and Abel, as if you put Cain and together. Is that why they think that?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's also the land of Canaan, which is the (gasps) promised land that Moses led the Israelites to. And then also, yes, Cain and Abel. And funnily enough, one of my best friends growing up was named Abel. No! So convenient. That's so
1: sad. Oh,
0: that's convenient. Oh, wow. You guys need to start a business together.
4: (laughs) I know. He does photography for motocross now. So he's doing very well.
0: Good
1: for Abel.
0: Does he live in Corona, California?
4: He is out in California. I'm not sure if it's Corona though.
0: Okay. And you are in a closet and you have a <laughs> lot of warm earth tones. You're attracted to earth tones.
4: Yes. Yeah. This is a shared closet at the moment because we're in the process of moving at the end of the week, actually. Who's we? My wife and I.
1: So the oh, left I just, side my, is I just female. got
0: crestfallen.
4: Oh no, why?
0: Oh, guys, you're so cute. It's crazy. I wanted you to be single.
4: Dax, I'm clipping that and I'm setting it as my alarm to wake up to in the morning. Thank you.
0: He's so cute. This full body, playful puff of hair you've got. It's just it's so exciting.
4: Thank you. It's kind of been a, a moniker for some time. Surprisingly, it's that's Canaan with the hair. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> I'm going to take three guesses of what part of the country are based on the palette of colors behind you Mm. in your wardrobe okay vermont no colorado
4: it's unfair because i'm from colorado but i'm not in colorado you're not in colorado
1: i have one please portland
4: nope no no so i'm in philadelphia right now and i am moving back to where my story takes place at the end of the week, Asheville, North Carolina.
0: Ooh. Oh, have you ever heard me speak of Asheville? I yes, just I have. Love it. Love it. There. That wardrobe's going to be outstanding there. By the way,
4: thank you. Some of yeah. it was curated there, so that's perfect. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> and are you a poet or something? What do you? What do you? Do? <laughs> what do you do?
1: Wait, what? <laughs> What?
0: The so way you just said it was Why curated there,
4: I don't know. It feels <laughs> oh so
0: artistic. God. I'm falling so in love. <laughs> I'm so gassed up right now. Thank you.
4: I'm just a project manager at a creative consultancy.
2: Creative
0: was in the title. Yeah. Okay, so this took place in Asheville, North Carolina.
4: It did, yeah. Tell us what happened. This was actually just about four years ago, and it was late January 2019. And it was a big night because I was going to be meeting up with my two best friends in the whole world, who for the purposes of this story, I'll be calling Dan and Dustin. It was a meaningful thing for us to be meeting up because two years prior to this night, we had all been living together in D.C. And we all ended up moving away over time for a variety of different reasons. And we had all found ourselves back in the Asheville area. And we went to the mainstay dive bar that many of us had been going to well before we could even legally drink. And it was just one of those nights where the energy was like the gangs back together. After that first sip, it was like, it's going to be a big night. Dan and Dustin and I are really leading the pack with this effort of turning up. So it's around like midnight when everyone else basically decides to call it a night. And my then girlfriend, now wife, recognized that I wasn't done, and neither was Dan or Dustin, so she <laughs> recommended that she drop the three of us off at Dustin's house, which was actually nearby. And she was DDing, so we were very grateful. She dropped us off, and now it's like midnight something. We proceed to have a boys' romp around. where are wrestling, and oh, chief oh, and cigs, wow. and drinking, and yes. crying, and laughing, and oh, just my. really getting into it, and it was a lot of fun. My friend Dan, who at the time had just secured what was essentially the first well-paying job of our entire friend group. He gets a wild hair up his ass, and he's like, we have to go to a casino. That is what this night needs to end with.
0: Sure. He's got some new money burning a hole in his wallet. Let's throw some of this
4: around. Of course. The issue is, though, there's no casinos in Asheville. (laughs) The closest (laughs) casino is in Cherokee, North Carolina, which from Dustin's house was about An hour 45.
1: Oh my God, and it's already like 1 a.m. at this point.
4: It is obscenely late.
0: Can I ask a non-incriminating question? Are any stimulants involved at all? Foreshadowing.
4: Okay. Okay, 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 here we go. The other complicating factor here is that there's actually kind of a rare snowstorm happening, which isn't super common for the Asheville area. And so that elongates the time needed to travel to around like two hours. So we pull out our phones, open up the various Rideshare apps, and we're searching for a lone soul who is willing to make such a journey with us on this faded Saturday evening. <laughs> and lo and behold, there is one person. Were we in a better state of mind, were we more sober perhaps, we would have known or been able to like think through maybe the person who is the singular, singular person who is out here willing to take this journey right now isn't going to be your average standup rideshare driver. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's
0: someone else who's also on a journey themselves maybe.
4: Exactly.
0: A fellow Voyager. And it was a voyage. <laughs> so
4: the app dings and it's like your driver's on the way and we are stoked. So we grabbed some road sodies just in case. If he had told us that it wouldn't be okay, then we would have left them there in the mailbox. We walked to the bottom of Dustin's driveway. And it's a driveway that's shared with a couple other houses, so we didn't want the guy to like come to the top and potentially headlights into lights or anything.
0: You guys are being incredibly conscientious for three shit-faced dudes, I gotta add. We're
4: trying to.
0: Okay, so you're down at the bottom of the driveway.
4: And a 95 Chevy Tahoe pulls up. It's a little beaten up. We're stoked. You know, it's a nice, spacious SUV, and we crawl in there, and the driver introduces himself as Curtis, and... He's a large man, large ponytail, oh. and just kind of actually trash everywhere. So <laughs> oh. not really caring about his rates on the app or anything like that. Sure. But we don't care at all. And the first thing that he says when we get in the car is, you boys partying? And we were like, yeah. hell yeah, brother. Yeah. We're absolutely partying. We're so pumped. Can I ask his age roughly? Is he in his 40s? or? I think he's in his like early 40s, something like that. But a kind of like... Rode hard, put away wet type of guy for sure. So we like pull out our drinks and we're like, may we? And he's like, hell yeah. We're like, awesome. This is going to be a very good trip. This is going to be awesome. Thus starts the journey. And for the next like hour and a half-ish, we're just having a good time. We're drinking. We're smoking. We're telling him about our time in DC. And he's like regaling us with what was then kind of lesser known conspiracy theories that have now hit the mainstream and everything's going well. He's telling us about his gun collection. He's pointing out his guns in the car. Right, right, yeah. Mm. You're safe. We're feeling great.
0: Any lizard people or mole children pop up, he's ready to blast. Yeah, he's ready. He's absolutely (laughs) ready.
4: As we're driving, the snowstorm is getting a little bit worse. And we're trying to like not pay mind to that. Don't want to harsh the vibe or anything. Yeah. We get to this gas station. We're probably 30 minutes away from the casino at this point. So we've almost made it. And I didn't mention this before, but our plan was to gamble until we were sober and then rent a car and drive oh, wow. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ill-conceived and convoluted from the very beginning. But we get to this gas station. And in my memory, I thought that we were being generous. And we were like, Hey man, you're doing this journey with us. Let us get you some provisions. Let us pay for your gas. But when I was talking with my friends about this before I came on, we all kind of remembered... No, I think Curtis basically told us that that needed to happen. Uh, Right. And we're like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, this tracks, this tracks, especially with what I'm about to detail. So we're in the gas station, and we're getting everything that we need to continue the journey and to set Curtis off back home and have him feeling good. He's at the pump filling up, and we're inside. And I look out, and I see him pulling away. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And we kind of like drop everything and run out there. And it's really snowy. So he's actually having issues getting out of the parking lot. And I like open the door and hop in. He's like grumbling and stuff. And he kind of says some like nonsensical excuse about like keeping the tires warm. Oh, my God.
0: Okay, he's scrambling.
4: And we were just like, no, sir, that is not the case. And so now having had the sobering experience of the fluorescent LEDs in this gas station, combined with this basically attempt to abandon us in the middle of nowhere. The mood has slightly soured, and also, I will say, it's setting in what we have committed ourselves to, and enthusiasm is waning.
0: You're in a bit of a nosedive.
4: Morale is crashing. Curtis is a bit of an empath, and I think he picks up on this.
0: (laughs) Really quick, so once you catch him trying to bolt on you, he then, like, scraps that idea, oh, just keeping the tires warm, everyone hop in.
4: Yeah, and we can tell that he's not happy about having been caught. And he has launched into this kind of like under the breath tirade that kind of sounds like Boonhauer from King of the Hill and he's just like, dangle. Fucking kids, man. I shouldn't have ever even got out here, man. I don't even know what I'm doing, man.
1: Oh my God.
4: He was doing it loud enough for us to obviously hear on purpose.
0: Sounds like maybe he's coming down a little
4: bit. Yes. So he is starting to kind of transition the speech into, I'm not getting enough for this. I'm not being paid enough. I shouldn't have done this. Kind of starts to even transition into a little bit of, I wonder if the ride should end now. And we're a little concerned at the moment because given where we were in the journey and where the snowstorm was, if we were forced out of his vehicle, it kind of would have quickly transitioned into a survival situation. And so we're like, we have to stay in this car. We need Curtis to get us to civilization Uh, we're like yeah man no this was more than you signed up for you got a big tip coming your way thank you so much we're really appreciative and that kind of picks up his spirits a little bit he's like all right then well we got an hour and a half left in the ride here left Of course, yeah, I forgot to say, he has basically stated, we're not going all the way to the casino. And so we had like scrapped that idea.
0: Oh, so you're like, okay, we'll just go back with you and we'll pay you.
4: Yeah, he was like, we're done. You can either be with me on the ride back or not. And if you're coming back, there needs to be more to this. Uh And we were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna make this work. And now that his spirits are lifted, that he's going to be receiving more money. He then launches into a little bit of, well, we got to keep this party going, gentlemen. We're having a good time. We have an hour and a half left here and stuff. And essentially caps that speech by letting us know that he has lots of drugs for sale and that we need to participate in a sale in order to keep (laughs) the ride moving.
2: No.
0: You are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself. Process your emotions in your own time. Visit BetterHelp.com/Dax today to get 10 percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/Dax. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson PAX playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for
1: Ooh, it. Ooh, that's exciting.
0: Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire we are supported by squarespace guys we have a squarespace website that it's just gorgeous that wabi-wabi you uh you built that yourself using all the templates yeah i sure did yeah easy peasy so easy Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX.
4: So I was like at the point of drunkenness where I was like, this could be okay, depending on what is about to be presented to me. But then my friend Dan, who's in the front seat, he's like, yeah, let's work something out. You can drop us off. And he's like, no, no, no. We need it for the ride to get us going through the rest of the ride.
0: Yeah, he's right.
4: My friend Dan is not really paying attention. He pulls out his wallet. He has like 120 bucks and Curtis is like, that's the amount that I need. (laughs) And we're like, okay, yep, of course. Give it to him. He reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a little baggie. And it's like an off-white, yellowy, almost powder. It's kind of like Rocky. Dan and I are like pretty convinced. Definitely not Coke, maybe like a pre-crushed pill of some form. The way that he's talking about it, the way that he is kind of ready to do it, we're like, I think this is some type of amphetamine. Maybe a low-quality meth or something like that. Not excited to do that. At all, And yeah. we're like, thank you for the sale. Would you like some? Ah! We're good right now. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, now that you've bought it, you have to do it or else obviously you're not cool. And I can't trust you for the rest of the ride. Oh, oh wow. my okay,
0: God. Okay, great. I'm still in. Monica's out. I'm in. Let's I see mean, what this mystery substance is.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was out at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend Dan, he is tasked with racking up some lines on the CD case. No,
1: I hate that. This. this is
2: all
4: Oh, my God. He lines it up, and he's like, Curtis, would you care to, you know, have the first couple, whatever, as much as you want? We're not really trying to do a lot. And Curtis is very happy to oblige, and he yeah. blows a couple lines down. Yeah. And then it's now my friend Dan's turn, and we've been exchanging Terrified nonverbal glances in the rear view mirror. Yes. (laughs) How are we going to get out of not doing these drugs? I see Dan. He has the CD case in his left hand, the rolled up dollar bill in his right hand. And he puts the tip of the dollar bill to the end of the line. And when he goes to snort it, he uses his pinky to just push the line Mm -hmm. off of the CD case as he does it. And hmm. when he does that, he kind of looks in the rear view mirror back at me.
1: This is how we're doing it. Yeah. And I
4: was like, yep, yep, I've got it. So he hands it back to me and I'm elbowing my friend Dustin like, take notes, man, or <laughs> oh else you're going my- to do some amphetamines.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <gasps> oh, fuck.
4: I like to think that we didn't actually inhale any of it and that it was just adrenaline, but… Who's to actually say things started to spice up a little bit? I hand the CD case to my buddy Dustin, and it becomes immediately apparent that he didn't pick up on no. how we were good. doing. This. good, 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 Dad, good, good, it's not good. good. But- Let's let it rip. And that he is about to do his first ever true line of drugs uh, that he's ever done before for can't sure. Can't think
0: of a more romantic setting than a crazy man, well armed, talking about QAnon. <laughs>
4: Yeah, the pistols were loose in the car. (laughs) Sure,
0: sure, sure.
4: (laughs) I'm panicked. I'm like, I really don't want my buddy to have to do drugs like this for the first time. So I'm trying to think of anything that I can do. And just like straight out of the movies and TV, I'm like, I'm going to sneeze those drugs off of that (laughs) CD case. We're in a Tahoe, like I said, so he's not close to me. And so I turned to him. And I try to sneeze so hard and it does not work at all. He's kind of just like looking at me like, what are you doing?
0: This drug's making you act weird already.
4: And so I sneeze again. And this time I just like reach across and just hit the CD case as I sneeze, trying to like cover it with a commotion. And he's kind of like, oh. And then he picks it up and Curtis was like, what the hell is that? And I was just like, this drip, man, that's just got me. (laughs) Then we had to continued to fake through the entire bag because he was like, I actually can't let you leave with it. I'm safe in my vehicle, so we're gonna do it all here. And then the last 30 minutes of the drive are really just Curtis turned up and Mm. it Mm. is not a fun (laughs) thing. I love being in cars that are being driven fast and I love to drive cars fast, but he is like, not paying attention. Yeah, sure. he's pinned. As high yeah. As fuck. He's like looking at my buddy Dan, just like having a conversation, oh, driving like 75 mm. in snow, and we're all just white knuckling everything.
1: Were you texting anyone?
4: Yeah, I was texting my girlfriend and she was already asleep. You'll come <laughs> to find like later in the story that when she wakes up and receives all of these and reads all the messages, she's like, My boyfriend's dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So Last 30 minutes, we're really just white knuckling it all the way back to Dustin's house. And we're all very sober at this point. Maybe it's a mix of potentially having slightly inhaled some of the drugs, slash just raw adrenaline. But I start to realize damn, Curtis is gonna wanna keep partying when we get to Dustin's house because oh, yeah. we're like, yeah. we're on one, we're locked in now. <gasps> yeah. And oh. I was just like, we have to figure out how to head this off at the pass. So, We are approaching Dustin's house, and there's that shared driveway. And so I was like, hey, this driveway, it got really fucked up from the snow. We couldn't even drive up it earlier, and that's why we met you down at the bottom. Just drop us off here, and we'll call it a night. And again, my buddy Dustin is not really picking up on this, and he's like— I drove my Prius up there earlier. We're fine. Oh, this oh my guy's God. the worst. Yeah. Oh my God. And it would have had the added benefit of Curtis not knowing exactly which house Dustin lived at, which was something that we were starting to get scared about.
1: Yeah. No.
4: And so as we're going up the driveway, I noticed that Dustin's keys are on the bench seat. We had both had a bunch of stuff there. And so I just quietly swiped them and put them in my pocket. And then we get to the top, we all pile out of the car, and Curtis is like, hey, does anyone have more cash? We're gonna keep the party going, but I need to be compensated for this new baggie that we're going to be doing. And we were like, (laughs) oh God, yeah, but I only have like $50 now. And he's like, that's fine. It's the same amount, same baggie. So it was like $120, $50, whatever it was, it was gonna keep going. And we walked to the door and it's locked. Thank God, windows are locked. And I was like, Dustin, you idiot. You left your keys at that gas station, dude. We're locked out of here. It's kind of like a little bit of a blur, but I think somehow we ended up giving Curtis a little bit more money than the $50. He left the baggie with us, the new baggie, and he left. Thank God. The relief you felt. Oh, it washed over me, like genuinely washed over me. And his headlights dwindle into the distance and I pull out the keys and I was like, that was the stupidest thing that we've ever done. Let's go inside. We've now participated in multiple felonies. Here's this baggie of an illicit drug. Let's flush that down the toilet. And it is now like 830 in the morning. Oh, wow. And then everyone crawls into bed. We crashed so hard, but only for like an hour before my sweet girlfriend called me like, are you alive? What is happening? And I was like, I am. Please come get me. I'm very sad right now. Everything feels bad. (laughs) The ride itself ended up being close to like $260 on top of the 120 that we gave in cash. And then the other like 60 plus that we had.
0: It was like a $500 night.
4: It was $500 for just a drug-fueled snowstorm (laughs) drive that led to nowhere.
0: Could have been a net win. You don't know how much you would have lost at the casino. You know, you always have that. You wanted to
1: gamble and you did gamble your life away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good
4: point, Monica. You played roulette. I haven't thought about it like that before yet. So we kind of got what we were asking for in a way.
0: I dreamed of those kind of drivers showing up in my life. I would have gone all day with that guy. Probably
4: he would have been so thrilled to have a partner in crime. Uh. I'm sure we would have ended up shooting guns or something.
0: You would have been smoking something eventually. Kanan, that was an incredible story. That's a short story that needs to be written by you.
1: Well, you are a poet.
0: Don't put it in poem form. Put it in just <laughs> prose. Go normal essay on it. Will do. Okay. Kanan, such a pleasure meeting you. Yes. Yes.
4: It was Thank great you meeting for you sharing. both. Thank you so
0: much. <laughs> yes. God, dog it.
4: I'm very excited for my mom to hear this story for the <laughs> first time on this podcast. She has no idea. So love you, mom. Love you both. Thank you so much. <laughs> I right. Love you. you, Kanan. Take care. Bye. All right. See y'all. Bye.
1: Oh, these are giving me sweaty. these are giving me some <laughs> major anxiety. I already had some anxiety this morning from my tea, mm. and this is really amping, amping it up, <laughs>
0: swearing it. That felt so familiar. That story. Hi, Bethany.
1: Bethany, yes.
0: Nice to meet you. So sorry for being late. A story we just heard went very, very long. We apologize. <laughs> I hope
1: it was a good one. <laughs> it was a ride. Ding, ding, ding.
0: Monica's heart rate is above one forty currently.
1: That's <laughs> really intense. <laughs>
0: So where are you at, Bethany?
5: I'm in Chicago.
0: Yes, sister city to Detroit, we're going to say. We're going to start that.
5: Yes, yes.
0: Okay, so you had a wild rideshare experience in Chicago?
5: Yes, it was in Chicago. I listen to you guys all the time, so I was so excited when I had something to submit. So when I was in my early 20s, I was in grad school and this was the time in my grad school where I was trying to go to as many conferences and presentations as possible. And so Saturday morning comes and I have a conference downtown Chicago. And so I'm an early professional broke. And so I decided to do a ride share. The ride comes, I get into it, it's a minivan. There are two 20-something year old women in there as well. I don't think they know each other. They're not really talking or anything. And I just move my way to the very back of this van. And so we proceed to pick up one more 20-something. Jeez. So four of us all in the car. Everyone's probably a little hungover. We're all staring at our phones, not really communicating It's silent in the car. I'm tracking on my phone the route to get there, so I know the ETA. And I look on the app and it's gone. I have no trace of my ride being there. And I kind of panicked, right? I've never had the experience of my driver canceling a ride while I'm in it. Yeah. Right. I was trying to reload the app. I'm not assuming anything nefarious at this point. I'm just assuming you know, there was a glitch or something. But it's not coming back. And so I'm panicking a little bit. And from my far back seat, I'm asking the driver, hey, I think my ride's been canceled. I don't Really know what to do. No response. Not, you know, even an acknowledgement of it.
0: The driver's a man?
5: Yes. He says, Not my problem. I don't know how this happened, but you have to wait for everybody else to be dropped off and then I'll drop you off last.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, boy. My stomach sank. I felt so nervous because, of course, I'm in an untraceable rideshare. Everyone's going to be gone. I'm in the backseat of a van and yes. it just seems like a perfect scenario. <laughs> Oh my God.
0: And are the other gals, they're fine? Their rides were canceled too or not?
5: Just mine. Everybody else is just sitting on their phones pretty quiet. And so I'm assuming they hear this interaction, right? I'm furthest from the driver. But yeah, they weren't really responding or anything, so I really felt like I was alone in the struggle to get to where I needed to be. And I was going to be late for my conference, which I was so nervous about. Yeah. Yeah, this is stressful. Very stressful. So I'm pleading with him, you know, we're not that far. If you drop off this girl, which I know she's going to a place close by, I can go to this one, and trying to just get whatever I can to just get out of the car as soon as possible. And he was not caring, not responding anymore. Nothing was really happening. And so the middle row, one of the girls, I gestured to her. I said, can you just open the door at a stop light? You know, I'll just get out. I'll find my own thing. And so that happens. She goes to open the door. It's child locked. (gasps) Oh, my God. And so we exchanged looks, and then she's fully aware of what's going on. And I think everybody else was at that point. The girl in the front seat then said to the driver, just drop her off, right? It doesn't matter. We're fine. We're all good with where we're going. Just drop her off. And he said, no. Not doing it. Oh, my God. They're slowly starting to speak up and get a little bit louder about it and starting to really say, just drop her off. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just get her out of the car. And nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden, this just rage came from all three of these girls. Oh, the front yes. seat girl was putting her fingers in his face. Drop her <laughs> off. Drop her off. Back seat girl Is grabbing his seat and shaking it. Oh, Oh, wow.
1: Oh, I love this.
5: And then the two in front of me kind of stand up and like poke their heads into the front and are getting in his face while it's happening. And from being a completely silent ride two minutes ago to now, it's just <laughs> so loud.
0: By the way, this really speaks to Chicago. Like if I was predicting what city this would happen in, I'd say Detroit and Chicago, the gales are going to get physical.
5: Thank God. They're basically standing in the front, all shouting at him. And then my favorite one of all of them, don't know them at all, She grabs her handbag and... Smacks him in the shoulder. <laughs>
0: oh. Assaults him. This is great.
5: <laughs> and what is he doing? Is he like, stop? So he's getting irritated, but he doesn't seem concerned at all. More like he was just kind of dismissive of, okay, these girls are like really getting out of hand and this is ridiculous.
0: He's acting like a dad maybe with four kids going ape shit in the yeah. backseat. Like, I'm just going to fucking block all this
5: out. Yeah. And that makes me think maybe he wasn't, he had no ill intent with what he was doing.
1: No, Because why would he child lock? You were just trying to get out. Yeah, it was bizarre. But
5: then, handbag girl has her keys. On her keys is pepper spray. And she holds it up oh, hold and threatens... <laughs> To pepper spray him in the face if he does not drop me off
1: right now. Yeah. Wow. And this is so nice because they're not like, we all want to get out. They're still just looking after you. They can all track their own ride. They're safe as can be for the
5: most part, right? So it was great.
0: Wow. Wow. So she threatens him with pepper spray. Does that get his attention?
5: Yes, it did. And that's what drove our point home was he turned right around, dropped me off, and everything was... Okay, felt like I had three guardian angels. Oh, I wish I knew what the rest of that
1: ride was like.
0: (laughs) Well, I can't believe they stayed in the car with them. Same, those are
1: tough gals.
0: Yeah, like I feel like this guy's moments away from just driving 100 miles an hour into a brick wall at this point. Like, fuck it, this was the final straw.
5: Wow. Whoa. I wonder if they became best friends. I wonder if they
1: all just returned to looking at their phone. I have no (laughs) idea what
5: that
2: would have looked like.
1: (laughs) Also, you know, one of those girls was in the car alone with him at one point, though. So that's scary.
0: Oh, the last person to be dropped off. Yeah. Let's hope it was the gal with the pepper spray. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Because she would have liked to have gotten down. Yeah. This reminds me of a cab story gone bad. You've heard it before. All of us coming home from a concert and they wouldn't let Carrie out of the car. My
2: girlfriend. then
0: ex-girlfriend, Bree, was there. Yeah. This is a story where Dean and I fought the four cab drivers and I got hit with a crowbar. Like, it escalated to this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because at first, I'm like, these gals got wild, but we did, too. The same thing happened with us. We immediately were ready to rumble, and that's what happened.
1: They wouldn't let her out?
0: Yeah, they wouldn't let her out. She was kicking with her feet the back of the glass. She eventually got out, and then we chased the dudes, and then they drove in the alley, and then we went down the alley, and then they parked at the end of the alley by the mobile gas station. Then they came out. One guy had a crowbar. He hit Dean in the arm, and then he hit me in the back. I had an egg, but we dropped a couple of them. Anyways... That's neither here nor there. But that's an old-fashioned ride share.
5: Yeah, <laughs> true. I always think, what if you're in the car with people who don't recognize the situation, right? Like someone who's not a woman who is like, that sounds fine, who cares? Or just someone who's not paying attention at all. Got
0: lucky. Did you give him a little write up on the reviews? Did you say held me against my will? You could have also just called nine one one because I've even heard of people yeah. being held on the a tarmac too long. Um, no. That this happened in Detroit.
1: Wait, no.
0: Oh yeah, there's a famous story in Detroit. They were in this terrible pattern. It was then Northwest, which is now Delta, but people were sitting sometimes two hours waiting for a gate. Someone eventually called Wayne County sheriff and said, I'm being held against my will. They brought police cars they to... Did? Yes, they have to. Oh. You cannot, like, if you ever call and say, I'm being held against my will, they respond immediately. That's a no-no.
2: That's
1: crazy. I mean, I definitely was about to say 911 for sure, or also threaten him by saying, hey, I've shared my location with people just so you know. Starting to put feelers out there to him.
0: You guys probably won't like this, but I don't think the guy was up to anything.
1: I assumed
5: nothing of the sort initially, but I feel like as a driver, that's your responsibility to be kind of aware of how your riders are feeling
0: in the situation. Oh, I think he was an idiot. He it seems he like a walk- grumpy Chicago a guy. A grumpy Chicago idiot. And the fucking ride dropped off somehow. And he's already pissed at this app. And he's, I hate this job. And I hate this thing. But whatever doesn't matter. When you say let me out, time to let her out. Period. That's, End of yeah. story.
5: It was definitely something that I'm glad other people are there for. And now that I can afford my own rides, you know, I think do I actually want that by myself now?
0: <laughs> right. Sometimes yeah, better in a pack. Exactly. Yeah. Selfish assured theory. Oof. Oh, Bethany, I'm glad you made it. Were you so frazzled or did you crush that panel you were on?
5: I think it went really well. I remember being, you know, extra built up by all the support I knew I had from random people I didn't know.
0: You probably were already in adrenal failure by the time you got there, so you couldn't have gotten nerved up for the actual thing. You'd already spent it all.
5: Yeah, that's a really good point.
0: Well, Bethany, thanks for being along with us on the ride. Thanks for not getting out of the van and sticking with the armchair ride.
5: (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Nice meeting you. Take care.
5: Take
6: care. Bye.
0: Bye. (gasps) Hi.
6: Hello. Oh, let me start recording. I got to follow instructions.
0: Yeah, don't piss Wobby Wob off. (laughs) Wobby has a very bad temper we don't normally talk about, but he'll trash this place.
6: You know what? I knew there was something about that guy.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Too nice, too cute. Don't ever trust it.
6: (laughs) Where are you at? I'm also in Los Angeles. I live in West Hollywood. Oh, do you want to just come over and do this live? (laughs) I would love to. If you'll ever have me back, I'm there.
0: Wonderful. And so this rideshare fiasco, it happened here in Los Angeles or were you traveling?
6: It happened in my college town. I do I think I'll use fake name. Great. I'm proud of all my actions in this story, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> might not want it to be something that's, you know, Googleable with my name for future employers. So I think I'll use Olivia.
0: Okay. So Olivia, what happened? What part of the country were you in when this happened?
6: I was in Northern California. Okay, great. My senior year of college, it's the beginning of the year. I've just broken up with my long-term boyfriend. And so I'm having what we like to call affectionately a hoe phase.
2: Okay. Good for you. Nice.
6: Thank you. (laughs) you. I'm having a great time. I'm like uber confident. I'm just shooting my shot all the time. having a really good summer and start of the year. It's a weekend night and I am going on a first date with a guy I met on a dating app. So We go to this bowling alley arcade bar that's near my college. So I Uber there, I meet him, you know, I get all dressed up. And the date is just pretty mediocre. Even in my like tipsy, overconfident state, I just go up to an employee and ask if I can have this giant inflatable volleyball that's hanging on the wall as a prize for like thousands Mm. of tickets. I was like, can I just have that? And he just (laughs) handed it to me. Oh, wow. (laughs) My date and I walk out of this place with this giant inflatable (laughs) volleyball, and we go back to his house. We end up hooking up. After all this, it's pretty clear I should head out. Oh, Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I should head out.
6: (laughs) Yeah, no, this is not a cuddle and sleepover. All of a sudden, it's looking at the watch.
0: Long day tomorrow. Yeah,
6: yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I don't always expect this, but in this case, I was a 21-year-old college student. He was like 25, worked in tech, and I have to like call my own ride share, And on my way out, I grab my volleyball. I say to him, <laughs> just kind of a general, this has been rather disappointing. Oh. And I leave. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. I call a ride share, and I'm young and broke. So I call like a shared ride where there might be other passengers on your route. It might take a little longer, but it's cheaper. So the driver picks me up, I jump in, we're chatting, you know, I'm talking about my night a bit. And then we pull up to pick up our next rider. I'm in the back passenger seat and he is getting into the passenger seat. And through the window, I see it's a young guy and he's pretty cute. Oh, there we go. all right. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, there's maybe some hope for this night.
0: Yes. <laughs> Your needs have not been met. Your lust is not slaked.
6: What
1: time is it at this point? Probably the 11 p.m. range. Okay. Okay. okay still early, yeah. It, it kind of.
6: Now I wouldn't do this, give a first date a weekend night. I was young. I didn't know. I gave him a weekend <laughs> night. So I'm dressed up. I'm drunk. I've paid for Ubers. I'm ready to dance still. And so... <laughs> This new guy gets in the ride. I open the app and it says picking up Matthew. So from the back seat, I just go, "Hey Matt, how's your night going?" And he's like, "Oh hi!" And so we start chatting, and it's me and him and the driver. We're all talking. I tell them, "Oh, I just came from this really disappointing date." We're discussing the <laughs> woes of modern dating. You know, commiserating <laughs> and. I learned that he's just been at a party, like a birthday party for a friend that was at a bar. And then everybody had left a little bit ahead of him to go back to the birthday boy's place. And so then he was going to meet them. And I'm like, all right, this is of interest to me. And so I just decided to shoot my shot. I asked him, could I just get out at your stop and come with you to this party? And he's like, sure. (laughs) <laughs> wow
0: Yeah So adventurous
6: The driver is actively rooting for us Like <laughs> he says to our faces there in the car You guys should hook up Oh, oh wow. my god So <laughs> I'm like thanks She's a wing woman in me uh, <laughs> And I should mention too During this time Another passenger has gotten in the ride And is sitting silently next to me In the back seat As I just hold this giant neon Volleyball and shamelessly hit on a stranger. Yeah. (laughs) But he says, yes, yeah, feel free. Come with me. That'd be great. So we have to pull up to my stop because the rides program. And I just tell the driver, like, keep on going. (laughs) So (laughs) he drives on and we go to his stop. I get out with him, you know, we wave by, thank the driver. She's pumped. (laughs) But when we get there, the party's totally died down. The host is getting ready for bed. (laughs) I lived just a few blocks away. We were in my college neighborhood even closer. I was like, do you want to come have a drink at my place? And he says, sure, I'd love to. (sighs) So we walk to my place and we have a drink out on the deck. I lived with eight other girls and it's going really well. And so... He asked if I want to go back to his place. And I was like, sure.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
6: Yeah, so we went back to his place, and we ended up hooking up, and it was great. My night was completely redeemed. Wow.
0: Wonderful.
6: Wow. And he
0: was a gracious, thoughtful lover.
6: He was. He was. He was
0: pretty drunk, so he lasted a while.
6: Yeah, he did well. I (laughs) stayed over. Oh. Nice. It was everything first date was not. He was like nice and cuddly after. Aww. It was wonderful. This is a meet oh, great. cute. So
0: this is a love connection rideshare story. So this isn't bad. We this love that. This is positive.
6: That. It was one of my favorite stories of things that happened to me that year or ever.
0: Did you ever see him again?
6: I did. He became like a wonderful, reliable booty call. Wonder. Oh, that yeah, is great. This is great. Yeah. It was oh. the perfect amount of we get along. We like to chit chat a little, but there's clear really not a huge romantic connection? Right. So it was great on a weeknight hang out, catch up a little, maybe watch something.
0: Roll around.
6: Yeah.
1: Oh. Wow, well this was great oh. cuz we had some intense stories, so we yeah, needed a little palate cleanser.
0: This reignited Hope. my optimism for life. This yes. was life affirming.
6: Agreed. I'm so glad.
0: Oh. What a fun period you had.
6: Yeah. Yeah, no, I have a lot of stories from that time. And actually, when you guys started doing Armchair Anonymous, I always was hoping for this one prompt, and you haven't done it yet. The prompt is something along the lines of, Hot for teacher or, like, <laughs> romance with a professor. I mean, we've These tossed ones, that
2: around.
0: There's a lot we want to do, but they're really tricky.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess you're telling us you have a
6: story. I have a good one. Everybody is of legal consenting age. Okay. There's no laws broken. I think morality, it's all above
0: board. The implication, and by the way, it's really complicated because to me it feels kind of dismissive and, and actually anti-feminist, which is like... Any time a man would be older in a position of power, the female, even if consenting, somehow has been duped or has been rendered powerless in the situation, which I think is kind of a weird blanket assumption or takeaway from those. What do you think, Monica?
1: There is a power imbalance. I mean, I don't think it's across the board bad at all. Obviously, I was dying to do that with the professor. But I think more often than not, it leans towards being mm, not great.
0: Hit us with yours really quick. Just because I'm curious.
6: So freshman year of college, first semester, Anthropology 101. Here we go. I have this super cool TA. He's the head TA. He only does one discussion section, and I'm in it with two of my friends. He's like lumberjack meets oh. Aquaman. Cool guy. <laughs> Thigh tattoos in a band. You know, we're all obsessed with him. Spear fishes. He's so cool. Cut to my senior year. I'm no longer 18. I'm 21. I'm not in his class. And it's the same period of time as the ride share stories. Okay. And I'm out with friends at a bar and all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, our TA is here. And I'm floored. i like, I have to hit on him. Yeah. I cannot leave here without hitting on this guy. I approach him. I tell him up front. I was in your class years ago, so he knows, but it's long time past, And we chat and at the end, I'm like, well, can I get your number? I'd love to see you. He's like, yeah. And so I go to pull out my phone to get his number, and he goes to pull out his business card, like his anthropology department.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: and as soon as he sees my phone, he's like, oh, yeah, and goes to take it. I was like, <laughs> no. No you give me that card. That is so funny. So I get his (laughs) card. We text a little bit and he asked me out for a date the next day. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to. So he picks me up. We go to this beautiful park. We're sitting overlooking a lake on a tree. I'm trying to play it cool. I'm so nervous just sitting five feet off the ground, but he's really cool. I'm trying to play it cool. But nothing ends up happening. We don't kiss. We don't hook up because I'm like, you know what? He does feel like Is this out of my league, sort of? How old is he, do we think? He's probably 30. I'm telling my friends later about it. And I was like, yeah, I just don't know. And my friend is like, do what you're comfortable with. But also, I think maybe you should definitely have sex with him. Yes, I agree. Yeah. 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 And I was like, you know what? You're right. You are right. (laughs) I think I have to. (laughs) So I text him a few times over the next few weeks. You know, we try to meet up. He's out of town. And then one night it works. He's house sitting in San Francisco. I'm going to be there same night for the Jonas Brothers concert. Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) nostalgic
6: one for me, but also potentially the most juvenile (laughs) musical artist I could be seeing. When I first tell him, I just say, I'm going to be in San Francisco for a concert. So post-concert, I Uber to meet him. We get a drink. We go back to where he's house-sitting, we end up...
0: Making love.
6: That really feels like the better word for it with this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Older. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredibly impressed. I remember the moment, like, I was sitting on a couch and he was going down on me and I had, like, my arms out and I was like, I've never felt more powerful. Wow.
2: wow. Yes. Oh, oh, we this love professors.
0: Great. God. Oh. They do the work, you know? That's why they got there. Very educated. Meticulous. Good for you.
6: Thank you. I had a a really good time. I eventually told him what concert I had been at when I was with him in person. (laughs) And he said to me, wow, you really went to a Jonas Brothers concert and fucked your teacher in the same night.
0: (laughs) Oh my
1: God, he sounds hot.
0: Monica might want to.
1: Yeah. Send me that number.
6: I got it. I'll text you. (laughs) (laughs) I immediately text all my friends about it, obviously. And then my friend, who had been like, I think got asleep with him, sent me a little PDF certificate he made online with the date and my name, and it said, for outstanding coital achievements with a professor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. Man. you're
0: living a real charmed life, I'm just going to say. It's a fun one. Yeah, That's yeah. for sure. Well, Olivia, that was incredible. Thank you for both of those stories. Yes. And, yeah, I just feel kind of effervescent after just knowing, you know— Well, now that we've
1: also dipped our toe in the water, maybe we will do that prompt and we'll say it needs to be like that. Mm, That felt safe. You like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you. But
0: yes, but thank you. And you got a stamp of approval. This one's fine. This one's, we're we're going with this one. Love it.
6: Love it. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, glad. You know, he would be about your age, Monica. Really?
1: And he lives in California. Last I heard. And he was in anthropology. Oh, Oh, that would be it. How interesting.
0: You'd have it at work and at home. (laughs) You couldn't escape it.
6: (laughs) Oh my all gosh. right, well, great thank meeting you. you, and thank
0: you so much for the story.
6: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a good one.
0: Bye.
1: I loved all of those stories. Me too. And they were very different.
0: They're very different. I liked. It spanned the whole spectrum of what can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Some
1: lows. I will highs. say
0: one funny thing, as you know, that Kristen had no idea how those worked. Do you remember this story?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kristen like had never used it. She didn't know the difference of any of the different services, and she hit pool. And she was just driving in the back seat, and they pulled over, and someone got in, and she was really, really confused. Sure, she didn't even know that was something that happened. Got to be fun for that person. I'm sure If they it was. knew her, that would be fun. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: that'd be a great day.
0: Oh, all right. Well, well of course. You get a new technology, people are doing new things, and you're going to get some stories out of them. We got them here today, and I'm grateful I will say,
1: it. and I've said this before, but I can't help but say it again. Rideshare is a fascinating concept because we've been told all our lives to never get in a car with a stranger. And yeah. now all we're doing is getting in cars with strangers, and interesting. But do you think it's
0: that different from the... 100 year history of taxis
1: That's not as ubiquitous Unless you were in New York Right like If you lived in LA You were getting taxis Every day To take you to a bar it Just wasn't happening But now it is Yeah It's pretty interesting I like it Me too
0: And come live in a stranger's house And have a stranger Live in your house it's, too It's all on the table It now. is <laughs> Alright love you Love you Do
6: you want to sing a tune Or something We do have a theme
4: song Oh Okay great We don't
2: have a
0: Song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're gonna ask some random questions and with the help of arm cherries we'll get some suggestions <laughs> On the flyer rhyme dish.
2: On the flyer rhyme dish, enjoy.